are back. And we're here, me and Ellie. Ellie and I. Whatever the proper verbiage <laughs> is, I don't know. Well, well. Okay, let's see. How many airplanes could be built from the aluminum cans thrown out by the U.S. airlines in just one year? One, eight, twenty-three, fifty-eight. I will say that just saying airplanes seems pretty subjective. There's a lot of different sizes of airplanes. Okay. But um, probably a lot. 58? Yep. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. 58 airplanes could be built from the aluminum cans thrown out by the U.S. airlines. 58 planes. That's a lot of aluminum. That is a lot of aluminum. That's a lot of waste. <laughs> yeah. No wonder they didn't They didn't. They uh, stopped giving you the can when you got a Coke. Oh, they just pour it out for you. Oh, do they? Yeah. I you got to ask. Like, sometimes they'll say, like, oh, will you leave the can? And they'll be nice about it. Okay. But you got to ask now. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget, I'm going to be Stomp Out Suicide next Saturday, this coming Saturday, the 19th, uh, 9 to noon. I'm handing out uh, free samples of Nutrisource. And I'm the water station. You can bring your user-friendly puppies or dogs. And, uh, you know, as long as they're good with other dogs and good with people. And please, people, don't bring your retractable leashes. Anytime you're in public, always have your dog either on a four-foot leash or six-foot leash. So you got total control that they're out there to be with you, not scanning around, okay? If you're going to bring them out in public. Okay, who's up? Well, next up, we have another Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Whose dog has been just really whining in their kennel nonstop. Okay, hi, Kathy. Hello, how are you? Good, good. And yourself? Good, thank you. Good. So what do we got? What kind of puppers do we got? Well, we just got uh, it's golden retriever puppy, eight weeks old. Okay, we just picked it up yesterday, and okay. the the dog it just whined all night in a smaller size kennel, and then we've had her out on the leash this morning, and when we're not near her, she's just whimpering and whining. Constantly. Oh, you betcha! So, now, where did you have the kennel when you had her in the kennel for the night? Where was kennel? Well, the kennel was out in our basement. Nope. Um, okay. Living room, yep. and then a week. No, nope, and stop. my son was in. Okay. Okay, and the thing is, is that, okay, you got to look at it from the dog's point of view. He just lost his mom and he lost his little mates. He has no idea who you are and where he's at. He is scared, okay? okay. So anybody that gets a new pup, you, you have put him in a kennel. I like the plastic kennels, uh, the you know, the type you see at the airlines, okay, because it's more enclosed. It feels more like a cave. Dogs like their back covered. And what you're going to do is you're going to put that kettle next to your bed. And then, so now if the dog starts to whimper, you just lightly tap the top of the kennel. Uh Uh-uh. Quiet. But see, now he gets his, he smells you. He's he's part of the bonding process. He's getting to, you know, obviously there's no conversation, but dogs are all about smell. Okay. You have different smells that they're going to be learned to become. Plus it's more uh, like, okay, I'm not here all by myself. He was in a kennel, in a room, in a house. He has, he just scared to death. And of course he's going to whine about it. Okay. And so that's why from until they're about four, four and a half months, keep them in your bedroom in the crate. All right. And then you can start moving the crate, depending on the independence and the relationship you're building with the dog. Uh, you can last up to five months in the crate in your bedroom. But anyway, then eventually you're going to work him to where you want him, that where he's going to be for the rest of you know, the time. Okay, sure. but then the thing is, is that, like I say, just top, lightly tap the kennel and say, ah, quiet, just quiet. You know, just, you know, and let him know. If he goes to bed about nine ten, he's going to wake up between one, two, five, six. That's the norm for a puppy. And if you're going to take him outside, never wake the dog up. Let them wake up, okay? 
Okay, okay. so then what's going to happen is you're going to take him out. Now, don't pet him. Don't talk to him. Don't do anything. You're going to shuffle out to the potty area. Put him down. Go potty. Go potty. Or get busy. Get busy. When he goes, you just gently pick him up. Don't talk. Just shuffle back and calmly put him back into the kennel. Don't totally wake him up. All right. Just like us. You know, we wake up at three o'clock in the morning to go potty. And if somebody turns on the light and starts a conversation with us, now we can't get back to sleep again. Okay. So that's why you just want to keep it calm, lights low, and just shuffle out. Okay. And so you got, and and now, uh, and then periodically throughout the day, bring the kennel and put it like in the main part of the house, uh, like whether it was in the family room or the kitchen. And then you're going to feed them in the kennel. Yes, okay. go to the kennel because you want the kennel to mean something special, okay? Now, at the beginning okay. here, what you can do is you could take like an old towel with your scent on it or an old uh, uh, shirt or something like that and then put that in the kennel. So now he's really he's kind of sleeping with your smell, you know? Okay. okay, and then now just go, he's going to hit a stage where he's going to rip that thing. So, <laughs> so this sure. is only at the beginning, all right? Sure. Sure. Well, so no, with this dog obviously isn't potty trained at all because she's only eight right. weeks old. Mm-hmm. So how do you incorporate that in there? Do you just take him out and say, go potty, go potty? Yeah, like- so what you're going to do is when you take him out to go potty, you're going to have him on a 15-foot line and take right. him to the potty spot, stand still. And it's like an like in a chant voice, you're going to say, go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. <clears throat> and the maximum time outside for a Minnesota dog is two minutes. So let's say we're going to take the morning potty call. Okay, so you take him out and go potty, go potty. You have a spot. Okay, if he tries to go someplace, he's not going to at eight weeks. He's going to be pretty contained. But anyway, so then go potty. Now, when you see you go, oh, good potty. That was good potty. Don't pet him. Just verbal, all right? Don't say good boy. Remember, that gets him all nutsy in the headsy. Party time! You just want to stay calm and steady. Okay, so two minutes is up, and it's a morning pit, a morning, you know, out. Bring him back in. Wait a minute or two. Keep him on the line with you. Take him back out. Try it again. Go potty. Go okay. potty. Now, if he, there is no doo-doo, bring him back in. Put him in his kennel and feed him. Then 10 okay. minutes after he gets done eating, take him out. Bring him out to the potty spot. Go potty. Go potty. And then 10 to 1, you, because you're going to get something. Because when something goes to the front door, something comes out the back door. Okay? Sure. Now, the sure. main time he has to go potty is right when he wakes up in the morning. Right when he okay. wakes up from a nap. Right okay. when he gets done playing. And about 10 minutes or so after he gets done eating or drinking. Those are the okay. main potty times. And now Got you're it. not going to give him any freedom in the house. He's going to be like on a leash with you or like in a room with you <clears throat> because uh, you want him to understand what potty is called. And you don't want to give him opportunity to leak other places in the house. Okay. Right. Usually right. the rule of thumb is once you get him, you know, hook the leash on and let him kind of drag it. And he may just stand there because he's like, what the heck is this? But eventually he'll get braver and get better, you know, but eight eight to nine weeks there, you know, between loss of the litter and who are you and where am I at, that's kind of, you just got to just roll with the punches a little bit, okay? Okay. But so keep him in the kennel the most of the time. Uh, that, and- yeah, or like I say, when you're when he's out, uh, well, he's got to be with you, like on a leash. Like, let's yep. say you're watching TV yep. and he's sitting on you watching, you know, watching TV. Okay, or you're yep. outside having, you know, what, you know. so that's what you just got to do. Just don't give him the leg freedom to go any place in the house at this point, okay, without okay. a human got there. It. And then got you're going to be watching his, uh, you know, there's a sniff, like what came through the night, and then there's a sniff 
of where am I going to put it? <laughs> okay. Okay. And so that's what you want. Now, as he gets older in another couple weeks, you know, he starts finding his legs more and is more comfortable. You know, you take him out on that 15 foot line. And like if you and you stand still, if he tries to go someplace else, just give a little tap, tap, not a correction, but a tap to hey, 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 they bring it over here. Let's go potty. Sure. You know, remind him what he's out there for. And then sure. anytime when he does something well for you, it's not good boy. It's going to be thank you or very nice. Sure. No tug of war games, no wrestling games that teaches a dog right. to be assertive and go against you. You want to okay. keep calmness right now. You know, and then you can teach tricks. You could teach, okay. you know, walking on a leash, you know, to get the sit, you know, uh, you know, just things like that. Do things with the pup, but they have an attention span of a gnat. <laughs> right. Okay. And so that's why, you know, if you got a minute, do something with the dog. You got, you know, three minutes, do something with the dog. Uh, for walks, the normal for walks is two months old, two blocks, three months old, okay. three blocks. And that's round okay. trip. That's is like that a, one, time a, one time a day or? You can do it as often as you want. But when okay. you're first teaching, you know, them to walk on a leash, you do well to just go a half a block out and a half a block back, okay? Okay. Until they it. start understanding how to walk on a leash, and then you can extend it out. But then because uh, the joints don't seal until they're two years old, so you have to be mindful of not doing too much uh, for too long because it's going to hurt their, you know, hurt their okay. joints, okay? Can you hold can on I a sec? Yeah. yeah, can you hold yeah. on a sec? we got to run to break, and then because I still want to give you uh, some tippers, Okay. Okay, so, got it. Hold you. on, don't don't hang up, okay? About 80 million Hershey Kisses are wrapped in aluminum foil each day. How many acres could this cover? 50, 25, uh, 5, or 100? Okay, about 80 million Hershey Kisses are wrapped in aluminum foil each day. How many acres could this cover? 50, 25, 5, or 100? Uh... Five. Nope. Fifty acres. Fifty? Each day. Wow. That is a lot. Wow. I like Hershey Kisses. I love Hershey Kisses. Oh, they came out with these one that I just became obsessive over. Uh, it was almost like uh, uh, a cherry. Oh, how do you explain it? It uh, well, the coconut one was really good. I like the coconut one. Yeah, yeah but it was like it was a. a unlike, I don't like ch- chocolate covered cherries, but mm-hmm. the way they put that together, oh, it was so good. Like kind of a black forest cherry. Yeah, I get. Oh man, it was uh, tasty, very Yum. tasty. I should find those. Oh, I usually find them. I think it's around um, Easter is when I see those. Okay, I'll Can't keep my eye out this yeah. spring. But anyway, okay, we got to go back. Kathy, are you there, Kath? Yep, I am. Can I ask you a few quick questions? You bet. Um, okay, so last night the dog was just constantly whining. It yep. just wouldn't stop. Yep. So is that when you say put it next to the bed and t- yep. kind of tap on it and say quiet? Yep. Is that you could be doing that all we like we could be doing that all night long? Well, yeah. yeah. At first, you remember, is getting a new pup for the first three days is hell. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So and then <laughs> some some people have resorted to whereas they lay down by the kennel. Okay, yep. and 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 so everybody can get some sleep that way, because usually okay. the first three days with the new puppy, especially at eight weeks old, is a little bit tough. But the, the okay. you did what the normal person does; they put him in the basement, put him in the laundry room, in the kennel, yep. and the dog is like, "Oh, 
my lord, I'm going to die. <laughs> because they're used to the busyness of the littermates and mom and the smells and all this. The whole house is, is the dog doesn't understand any of the smells there. And so they're ter- they're literally terrified. They're scared. And so the whole right. thing is, is, ah, quiet. Just stay calm. Just, ah, quiet. You know, okay. and, and eventually, like I say, by having it next to your bed, you know, they, like I said, they're going to be listening to you. And smelling you, and then, like I say, by the third night, fourth night, things should go a lot smoother for you. Okay. So then, my next question is one of the things we were trying today is we had the dog out up front on the leash, and it would still, when we weren't right by it, it would start whimpering and whining. Okay. So my, we go up to it and say no, and hold its mouth closed. Don't do that. that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You never ever touch a dog with any kind. Okay. It's just ah 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 ah, quiet, and you can use like a spray bottle, you know, filled with water, set on stream. Okay. But see, the thing you got to look at what is he whimpering about? He's scared. Okay, sure. so pick sure. him up and don't and say, ah, ah, quiet. And if he's quiet for a second, then sit down with him and just kind of pet him, you know, and then do you got your, your job here is to reassure that, you know, you are in. Don't worry, we, we're not going to harm you. But, yeah, you never hold the mouth shut. You never smack the snaz. You never do anything like that. OK, okay. or let's say if he has okay. an accident. I'm still amazed some people do this. Don't bring their nose and rub it in the accident. Sure. No, don't sure. be doing that. Okay? OK. And so the whole thing and- is go ahead. And then my last question is, so like putting the kennel in the garage is not going to make any difference with her. She's still very just whining. What we were thinking was that she would just if eventually stop whining because no one was paying attention to her. Well, yes and no. But then what you're doing is, remember, she's traumatized. Think of you being dropped into a place. You'd know nothing. We put you in, you know, t- Timbuktu, <laughs> okay? okay? You don't know the language. Okay. You don't know anything. You're scared out of your mind. And so then that okay. somebody's going to isolate you even more by putting you okay. farther away. No, what's okay. your job here is to, because what a lot of people, your th- thought, put it way out so I can't hear you so I can get uh, get some sleep. But never mind right. what it's mentally doing to the dog. Okay? Huh. And so that's why huh. the dog has to blend into you. You'll be able to play in plenty of years, you know, as you build this relationship and move forward, then you'll be huh. able to put the dog, if you want the dog in the, you know, in the laundry room or whatever, th- then we can do that. But you chose to get an eight-week-old puppy, and this is what you need to do to have a good relationship further down okay. the line. Okay? okay. You want the pup to bond to you guys not okay. be and, go ahead and, and so then how long if we do put it by your bed and do the uh, uh quiet how long really is there a how long will the before the whimpering stops we don't know every person okay. every dog's different and it's you know okay. it's, well, like i say the whole thing is that's why i haven't had a puppy in 53 years they're a lot of work they're cute but they're a lot of work. Right. And so if yep. you want to do it right to have a really a grown up dog, you know, an adult dog that is something that you're very proud of, you've got to put the work in now. And it's called a lot of patience. And it's like bringing a two legged newborn home. You're, you, you forget getting any sleep for about three, four months during the night. You know, it's yep. up and down and sideways and stuff like that. So you just have to be able to, like I say, is, is to understand. And be thoughtful and kind, and then just understand. Okay, this is and every dog. Some dogs settle in within that three four day range, and now everybody's getting sleep. 
right? right. But let's say other than nine o'clock, uh, then three o'clock and two o'clock in the morning, he's getting up to go potty. Oh, well. Okay, by the time they get to be about four, four and a half months, you see that two o'clock in the morning stops and it's just like nine o'clock at night is, or 10 is the last. And then they're up at five, six. And dogs don't know weekends. So screw that. <laughs> yeah, and you're getting right. up at the same right. time. And right. so that's the right. whole thing is that your life has changed now. It's like bringing home a two-legged kid, but it's four-legged fur because right, right now there's a lot of things that have to go be laid down so that you can, like I say, have a good relationship with the dog later. Okay? Okay. 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 Well, you've answered all my questions, so thank you. Okay, you Appreciate bet. It. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. It is as heck having a puppy, you know. Oh yeah, and uh, you know that's why an adult dog is. But certain things need to be done when they're puppy. That's why you know people that want to send the dogs out to puppy boot camp mm-hmm. totally unnerve me. It's like you chose to get a puppy. Yeah, it's whiny, it's jumpy, the teeth suck, you know, things like that. The whole thing is, is that no, is that this is part of owning a puppy. You know, is that it's obnoxious, <laughs> and she's probably going, "Oh, but I, I'm going to be losing." Yeah, you're going to be losing sleep, you know, and yeah. and she's just you know, the majority of people do that. They want to put them out in the you know back forty because they want to listen to them. They want to get some sleep, but that doesn't create a good relationship down the road. And so that's why, because the thing is, is part of it is that's why you have them in the bedroom because even though verbally nothing's being said, remember dogs are all about their nose, all about smells. And we all our emotions have different smells they learn about by living with us. And as we're sleeping, there's a different smell. You know what I mean? So it's it's just part of the bonding process. That's another thing when people want to send them out to puppy boot camp because they're not potty training right or whatever type thing, is that then the bond is being built with the person that's working the dog. Mm -hmm. You know, dogs aren't robots you just don't train them you know i train them and then ha- work with you a little bit to show you what i did and now it's all better i pat you on the butt pat up the dog on the head and say have a nice life i can be guaranteed in a week and a half two weeks you're going to be calling me like i paid you all this money and the dog is almost the same as when i dropped it off so what did you do well i built the relationship you did it now, when I handed the leash over to you, you have to build. I showed you the tools, how to do it. Now, you have to, you know, become the 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 leader, if you want to. So, and I hate the word alpha. I need to be alpha of my family. <laughs> no, it's not being alpha. It's figuring out how, who that dog is personality-wise and what it takes to get the dog to look to you for direction. Yeah. You know, is what it is, is building a relationship. And relationships are hard to build. In two-legged world as well as the four-legged world, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so it it it, it does come together, but you got to give it time, and and I understand that almost every I can't even tell you how many puppy people call me the third night of puppyhood and saying we can't get any sleep. This is driving us nuts. What can we do? And so it's just like Could you what? call the hospital if your newborn baby was keeping you awake <laughs> at night. Yeah. But see, that's what I mean. They just don't understand. They, you know, it's a cute face. I get it. But like I said, they're a lot of work. That first couple of weeks, you got getting a new pup is, it is heck. And then pretty soon you start hitting a beat. Things get better. But then you get the, you know, the jumpies and then you get the, the, the those needle teeth, you know, shredding skin and, and, mm-hmm. and clothes. And, and so, like I say, it's just, it's a lot of work. But, you know, to me, it's well worth it. But like I said, I have not had a puppy, you know, in 53 years. But they sure, that's why I like my puppy classes. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, look at you. Oh, look at you. you know, I get to I, appreciate you, but I don't have to take you home. Yes. <laughs> I get to smell pet puppy death. Smell of the breath. Smell the breath. Ah. 
And then, you know, then after the second week when they come, oh, my, you grew so much in one week, <laughs> you know. And the owners are like, I don't think it grew, grew that much. And so because you don't see it because you're living with them, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's just crazy. But, yeah, like I said, it takes a, a lot of patience to raise a puppy correctly. And, uh, and then, but it's well worth it in the long run. You know, it's just like getting a two-legged child. You're like, okay, our life really changed here. You just don't realize how much they change, you know. But the whole thing is, is not to change your life because you've got a pup in it. You want the pup to roll into your life, you know, where you work together. Yeah, new life know? together. Exactly, exactly. Oh, well, okay, you got a question? Give a holler, 651-641-1071. We're going to go... What should we do? Which product do Americans use at a rate of 1500 a second? Paper, plastic forks, plastic water bottles, or sheets of toilet paper? The YMCA keeps you fit and active so you have the energy to squeeze the most out of these final, fleeting, fabulous days of summer. Like squeezing the last drop of mustard on that final grilled hot dog. Yeah, that's the stuff. Squeezing a lemon into that finalized lemonade. Oh, my eye! And squeezing back into your swimsuit that's, yep, still wet. My arm. Finish your summer strong. Join at YMCANorth.org. Why is this so Right. I'm like, what? what? What did I do? Oh, that's, I forgot to turn my mic on for oh, the weather. That way the I see. All right. Hey, all us professionals have our days. Oh, yes, that's true. All right. Okay, Lacey, what did I do? What was the question? Oh, which, which products do Americans use as a rate of 1500 a second? Paper, plastic forks, plastic water bottles, or sheets of toilet paper? Fifteen hundred per a second. American. Plastic forks? Nope. Plastic water bottles. Fifteen hundred oh. a second. That makes my heart hurt. Yeah, I, I didn't want it to be either the plastic things. I got I got my water bottle in here. It's not hard. Get an algae. Yep. Yep. No, I just uh, I uh, just have a harp time when I see people show up. You know, with plastic water bottles, it's like, please, come on. There's enough stuff that you can put water in that you can carry with. Also, like, I know if you suffer with water quality or taste or whatever, yeah. but there are options. There's flavorings, filters. There's a million things that you can do to not contribute to that problem. Oh, I know, exactly. <laughs> 1,500 per second. Yeah. That's really a... I thought it might be plastic forks because plastic cutlery is like way more popular That's outside true of too. the U.S. That's very true. Outside of the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Ooh, interesting. So we're not the main things of plastic forks and spoons? No, I'm pretty sure India actually like takes the cake because first of all, they take the cake on uh, having a bigger population oh, yeah. than us. Yeah. But also I think more consistently they use plastic cutlery on like day-to-day uses. Oh my, I did not know that. Um, you know what? Is really was ingenious as a person that came out with the spork. The spork that is ingenious to two because there's times you need a spoon yeah. and there's times you need a you know you need a fork in the same dinner that you're eating. I get one every time I go to Wendy's. Yeah, I just <laughs> I love them things, and that was ingenious to put two two items in one. You know that saves some plastic too. You know I I hope I wish everybody would go to sporks, <laughs> but anyway, you know if you're gonna be but anyway. Okay, do we got a question? Yeah, so next up we have Brenda, whose tiny kittens have been counter surfing. Ooh, okay. Hey, Brenda, how you doing? 
I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. They can't be too tiny if they can get up on your up on your counters, <laughs> unless you have low counters. <laughs> I have low counters. I mean, like the island countertop. Oh, they can. They are getting up on um, on top of the shelves and the refrigerator. I mean, they are major climbers, and it just started. Um, I just had them spayed and neutered probably three weeks ago, okay. and. Now that they're feeling better, it's I've just noticed holy buckets, a lot of activity, and yeah, the counter thing is I can't have a piece of paper or anything on the island, for example, and they will jump from a chair on top of the island to <laughs> what it is. So it's always cleared, but they're still kind of they sit on the floor and they look up like, oh, I hmm, bet. what can I get? Okay, and how many how many kitchens are we talking about? Two, brother and sister. Okay. First of all, what do you have for them to do? Do you have a floor-to-ceiling cat tree with different ledges out? Yes, cat trees with different ledges. Okay, uh, now do you have different, um, uh, like some cats are vertical scratchers and some are horizontal scratchers, and then the texture is huge. Some like carpet, some like upholstery, some like the, um, what do you want to call it, Uh, ah, uh, twine, like twine rope. Yes. You know, type stuff. Yeah. So you have the different right. textures for them? Mm-hmm. They oh. have um, the twine on the tower, and they really like that. Okay. Uh, but they also have I have kind of a walk-off type of carpeting in our entryway, and they really like that. I haven't – I've started to see a little bit of interest in the furniture. and But the minute I tell them, you know – no, or go redirect them. Uh-huh. They're real. I mean, they're kind of really good about listening. Or if I if I walk near them, they look at me and then they go run away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they really are good on the twine. Now I've tried the cardboard scratching thing. They don't like that. Nah, no, many uh, not many kids like the cat cardboard. It's no, upholstery, they, carpet, or twine. Those are the three. And then whether a yeah. bird, whether they like to go up to scratch or like on the floor and scratch, vertical or horizontal. Okay, now where do you have the cat tree? Do you have it by a window? I have the cat tree. It is not by a window. Um, it's in a family room, kind of where the only area where we, I mean, they can see out the way. No, it's right. It's not right in front of the window. Okay. Have you put uh, cat shelves on your window cells so they can sit on a shelf and look out the window? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you oh. got to give them something to look at outside, like uh, um, a feeder uh, with squirrels or birds or whatever. You got to look for yeah. out, other other entertainment that moves. Okay, that intrigues, intrigues their interest. Um, also, oh. to tire them out, you can remember never use a laser with a dog, but with the with the cats, yeah. um, and you use a laser to like, and it has to don't just shut it off. You put it behind something so they think it mm-hmm. went like behind a couch or under a couch. Then also like mm-hmm. a peacock feather or some kind of feathers for them to dig around with um okay uh the, the big thing is is that because they're kittens you know they're exploring they're understanding what was this and what was shiny 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 yeah. all right yeah. and so um uh now when they do let's say you walk in the kitchen and one is on the uh, on the table or on the counter okay what you can do is you can two things you can use you know the condensed air that you ru- clean your computer with okay you oh, have yeah. that and it makes a loud hissy sound and at the same okay. time, you hit the button, you go, you're going to say hiss too, like as you hit it. Okay. And so then what's going to happen? Either the cat's going to fly off the counter or, or the table, right? And so what, right. after a while, what you're after, let's say you can see the cat's about ready to go to jump up on the counter or the table. All you have to do is go 
and they think that loud hissy sound from the can is going to come along behind that, okay? And so they're, they're, then they're going to take off. So the cats really hate the hissy sound. Now, in my house, uh, when I get a new cat, okay, where it is, if I say, even with the, the old cats, and when I go, they automatically close their eyes and run. Okay, because they think they're either going to get the air or they're going to get the spray bottle with water in it, right? right. And so that's okay. what you just got to do is be on top of that. But, you know, cats are, and like dogs are opportunists. If you're not around, well, maybe there's something mm-hmm. up there she left us, right? Mm-hmm. So there are mm-hmm. some people that have taken and put, um, you know how if you, you take a real sticky tape, like packaging tape or whatever, and you make like a circle out of it so that you, you put it on the counter, but the sticky side is up? You know how you kind of loop oh. it? And so now if sure. the cat jumps on that, it sticks out his paws, and it's like, ew, ew, out, nope, 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 okay? So you could you could do that, uh, the, the tape thing. So it's uncomfortable oh. to walk around up there. Some cats are really oh. bothered. Some cats are like, yeah, whatever. So then you just either find a stickier tape, <laughs> okay, that really <laughs> bothers them. But the big, the biggest thing is uh, that you're going to make that hiss sound. But okay. then at the same time with the, your condensed air, because then they're, you know, then they're, pretty soon what they're going to think is you're, you doing it without the can. It's just a lighter version, but they're, they're waiting for the louder version and they're not sticking around. <laughs> uh, okay. So you're now, just, is that than, oh, I'm sorry. Is that better than the water bottle thing? It's, that's up to yourself. You know, some a lot of people have like uh marble counters and then they got wood floors and so they don't like the water, you know, yeah. and so you can yeah. use the water, you know, uh, pure just water set on stream all right and then you always have it handy always have it in the same place so you can just quick grab it and mm-hmm. and do this as you, you blast them so if you if the if you're okay with water you know in places you don't have the marble tops and all that kind of stuff yeah you can use the water instead of the condensed air but at the same time you got to remember to do the at the time that you blast oh. them okay because oh, okay. it's going to be your you know like uh bad word you know whereas you're, when they hear the they're expecting either the air sound or the water to come after a while. It's kind of like when you train a dog to bark, you know, it's ah. As they're barking, you give them a growl, ah. And then, and that's like the hiss for the cat. And then blast, add their barking, and then your quiet word, quiet. But with cats, we don't need to get, teach them this, the sound, the hiss sound from you means bad things get out of the way <laughs> oh interesting okay okay yeah the water bottle thing i'm not i mean i've thought about it but again i mean they love water the minute the sink or something's on they are in it so yep. i'm like uh, I don't. <laughs> give them their own little t- play, place to play you know a lot of cats adapt to water we'll look at the tigers at the, the zoo they all got their big pools you know they have cats yeah. aversion on as long as they do it and are it's not when you want to <laughs> right you know right. that they're more receptive to it but yeah give them their own little yeah. thing to put you know, play with but but yeah that's what you want to do because that's word his sound is going to mean that if you don't quit doing what you're doing either the spray bottle or the air thing is coming again all right but the okay. at the very beginning is hiss and blast at the same time if they're on the counter blast and then as soon as they fly off the counter okay it's fine that's good and so yeah if you can see them about ready to jump up they're gonna be like okay never mind <laughs> but the bigger thing okay, is though is to give them other things to play with you know, that's oh. huge. You know, like the floor to ceiling, the windowsills, so they can sit and look outside. You know, yeah. like the, the laser light. Uh, that's a, uh, things that roll. Stay away from those, um, what do you 
call them. They look like shiny, like almost aluminum balls. You know, they're, they're pretty colors. Stay away yeah. from them because they get shredded, and then a lot of times they swallow it, and it's a surgery to get them out. Okay, so stay away from things. Just because they make it, just like in the dog world, just because they make it doesn't mean you should give it to them. All right? You want to be oh. very aware of, you know, like even a tennis ball. Give them a tennis ball to play with, you know, because it's yeah. sticky, you know, type thing. Yep. And then um, uh, kittens, usually catnip doesn't work for kittens until they're about a year, year and a half. But there's, uh, it's called Just Ducky Yow. And uh, they have re- a, a banana that most cats love because they can lay on their back, cuddle it, you know, hold it with their top claws, you know, top uh-huh. legs, and then kick it with their back legs. So they, they can and like. What's it called? It's called. It's from just a ducky, and they're called meow, and it's a banana. Okay, they are not. They're not really interested in that people have given me. <laughs> catnip for them and they really no, are not no they're not interested but see this yow is what it is is that um uh from just ducky the banana it's the canvas and that just that holding that and playing with that that's what they like they're not so much into the catnip that usually doesn't come like i say until they're a year year and a half sometimes too they just don't get the oh, the okay. thing for the for the catnip but i'm just thinking about toys that they can you know turn their attention to and the thing is yeah. not to have all these toys out just like with puppies. Everybody buys every toy known to man and then wonder why they just ate their shoes, all right? No, the thing is, is to have one or two toys out at a time and rotate that so you keep it interesting to the, the, to the dog and to the cat, okay? Okay, well, then I'm going to start putting, because I have quite a few toys, and I do have a couple of those sparkly little balls, so I'm going to, and yep. I have seen things on the carpet, so I'm going to take those away. Yep. They do, have, you know, like, so they have the tree we have, um, shelves in the family room where they like to hang out. So they look out the window. So I've got that. We have the laser. Good. So we do have a lot of things to keep them busy. But I think it sounds like they have too many toys and I've got a couple of the wrong ones. Yep. That I'm going and so, yeah, because if you rotate them, then it keeps things interesting and busy. All right. And so, like I say, yeah. one or two toys out at a time. And just like whether you want to rotate them twice a day, once a day, couple times a week, however you want to rotate them. But that's the main thing. And then, um, you know, a kid's, uh, get a kid's fishing rod like a Zepco, put a little weight on it and string a feather to it. And now you can practice your pitching, you know, you know, pitching it out and then reeling it in, having them, you know, casting it out and then reeling it in. And boy, the cats are just, it's so funny. And with, uh, especially with the young ones, guy, they get really good at watching that when it goes back to cast out, that they almost are waiting for that feather to get overhead and they leap for the feather and it doesn't even hit the ground. It's, it's pretty funny. So what anyways, a great idea. Yeah, they just said Zepco's kid, you know, they obviously don't put the hook on it. But you no, do need no. a little bit of a weight so that you can cast it. So you can have fun with that, too. So. Oh, perfect. Okay, so th- these are really good tips. I appreciate it. Okay, you betcha. Okay, take thanks. care. Good luck. Yeah, thanks much. Have you a bet. Day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Da, 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 da. Okay. Why did the tree go to the dentist? Why the tree go to the dentist? Hey, we're winding it down for another week. Today, the uh, tomorrow morning, I have to get the Alaskans, my daughter and five grandkids and her husband, uh, to the airport. Uh, we're leaving at five thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But the good thing is, is it's a little airport, not the big airport. I like that. Little airport is not so much congestion. <laughs> so anyway, why did the tree go to the dentist? Uh. Because he was going to be turned into George Washington's oh, dentures. 
Because he needed a root canal. Oh, he needed a root canal. God, I think I might need a root canal. Don't talk oh, about it. Oh, no. I had one in my life, and then it didn't work, and then they had to pull a tooth anyway. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I'm not. No, I am go there. Okay, we got one last person for today. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Siham, whose cat is lovely to her family and aggressive to guests. Okay, sounds good. Hi, Siham. How are you doing? Good, Katie. How are you? Good, good. Okay, how old's the cat? Um, he just turned a year last month. So oh, okay. A year and a month. Okay, and obviously he's fixed. Yes, we oh. got him fixed in February this year. Okay, so now what happens? Okay, when guests come over, what happens? Um, he gets really guarded and he starts hissing and swiping at them. Um, <laughs> and instead of like being afraid and running away, he kind of just attacks them and he goes on the aggressive. Um, and we've been dealing with this for a while, but it's really gotten worse in the last six months. Um, and he. And he doesn't care about repeat guests. So we have people come over regularly, and I'm like, okay, maybe this time he'll kind of get used to you, but he just does not. And it's really, really scary for anybody that comes to our house. Oh, yeah, yeah I would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, what are you feeding him? Um, we just give him Purina cat food, just like regular cat food and some treats. Okay. Um, is uh, is uh, cat food colored? Uh, no, it's all brown. Okay, okay. I would strongly suggest to change the food. Sometimes what a do- cat and a dog or even a human is in their head uh-huh. is what they're being fed, okay? But what I would like to see you do is get off the dry and into the grain-free canned foods. But what you're going to start doing is that people that come over is that you want him to be hungry, and you got to give him something that's really, really good, like maybe canned chicken. See if he'll uh-huh. eat some canned chicken. And then what you're going to do is just and just try to nickel like one person at a time. Let's say you got one person who's going to come over. You're, when uh-huh. they get there, you're going to give them this canned chicken. They're going to sit down. And then when the cat enters the room, now do you call your cat by their name or anything or what do you do you call him K- yeah, kitty yeah. we call him no we call him choo-choo his name is choo-choo and he usually like answers to his name and comes. good okay so what you're gonna do let's say i'm over there and we're sitting in the kitchen and here comes choo-choo okay and you gave me the canned chicken i'm gonna go hey choo-choo and i'm gonna try to lob it so that it lands in front of his face okay mm-hmm. and hi choo-choo and then i'm gonna drop another one okay mm-hmm. okay and then i'm gonna you, you drop one more and now just watch the cat. Now, I'm not out to pet the cat, okay? Mm-hmm. This is not out to pet the cat. This is just so the cat learns to tolerate people that are in the house, okay? okay? Okay. And so then the thing is, is that then Choo Choo comes around. He's maybe sniffing a little bit. Drop another mm-hmm. piece of chicken. Hey, Choo Choo, how you doing? You know, that's what. You, that's how you want, because what you want him to do is to associate these outsiders with something uh-huh. that's pleasing. Because uh-huh. now the knee jerk, now, um, what happens is that some people, and, and this is, if he's really getting nasty, I mean, not being uh-huh. nice, then you can do what we just talked about with the previous owner. You can use the uh-huh. air can, you know, and blast uh-huh. the air and go, wrong yeah. or you can blast him in the face with water you know uh-huh. ah, wrong if he's yeah. if he's rising to the occasion but what we what we try to do and those people mm-hmm. that the people aren't supposed to you know if there if comes that he's you know you can see he's gonna not be nice mm-hmm. it's not my job to reprimand him it's going to be yours but mm-hmm. that's going to be the last the last straw you know what i mean the last yeah. because what i want what we want is him to associate these people you know the new people with something pleasing and when you give him pieces of uh, of, of canned chicken or canned tuna it's just like a, a little bit don't give him much because we don't want him to pull out the knives and forks okay <laughs> we just want him to go and lick it up 
and uh-huh. and like all of a sudden, hey, that's coming from that chick over there. That's that's kind of cool, you know. Then oh, the cat okay. comes a little bit closer, you know. Now he's gonna smell me, okay? Uh-huh. And I'm gonna drop a little piece again. Hey, choo choo, mm-hmm. you know. And so, and, but but you gotta tell everybody, don't attempt to. Pat him. Yeah. Uh, don't. No. That's the last thing that you want to do here. It's the whole thing you want him to be able to come into the room and be, yeah. you know, come in and say, "Hey, you got something for me? Hey, you got something for me?" Instead of coming into the room going, "You're mine." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't. Um, people always stay away from him, and he kind of follows them around. Yes. And at first, he is sniffing them. Yep. But then he sniffs, and then he starts swiping and scratching. Yep. And yep. then that's when everybody gets gets loud, and we got to put him in a room yep. or something, or yep. kind of take him away. Yep. And personally, what I would do too, though, I, I would change his food. I would go to the Nutrisource grain free canned foods because mm-hmm. he might be carbon. Uh, you know what carbs? Carbs turn into sugar, right? Sugar uh-huh. turns into sometimes nutsness in the heads. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> and so I would go. I would go. I would change his diet, and I would uh-huh. go into the grain free canned, and then. Um, uh, uh, no dry whatsoever. Okay, no dry whatsoever. Oh, okay. okay, just grain free can. Once in the morning, once at night. Uh, if you get the standard okay. tuna fish can, you know the five ounce can. How yeah. many? How how many pounds is your cat now? Um, he is seven pounds. Okay, is he a good seven pounds or is he overweight? No, he's not overweight. He's like he's kind of straight up and stocky a little bit. Okay, so very active. Okay, okay. Yeah. You can start out like like a half a can in the morning and a half a can at night. Okay, mm-hmm. and it always should be at room temperature. If you put it in the fridge and then you can bring yeah. it out for dinner, then put a little bit of hot tap water on it and kind of make a little bit of, a bit of a gravy and then feed it. Uh, all canned food should always be at room temperature. And cats like yeah. gravy stuff. Okay, uh-huh. so that's what I would do is switch them over to that. Because what I want to do is empty them out on the carbs and get away from that uh-huh. sugar and just yeah. see if that makes them mentally a little bit more stable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so, um, I, and then like I say, no dry food whatsoever. Okay. All right. And so the thing is, and you're also going to notice with the grain-free canned foods is okay. that uh, there's going to be less doo-doos in the box. His coat, his shedding will be really, really limited. I mean, if any, other than spring oh, wow. and fall, that be, with yeah. with the with the grain free canned food, okay? okay. And so that's what we want to try to do is mentally, because like I say, sugar with some people, you know, t- sends them off the deep end, and you could have yeah. one a cat that's like that too. So that's why yeah. I would like to take them off those carbs, get them into uh-huh. grain free canned, and then like I say, okay. and see how it goes. It, 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 some cats will take canned food like ASAP, make a little bit of yeah. own gravy with it then great just give it yeah. to them and stop the dry some have to be yeah. weaned into it so figure out what you have to do there okay, okay but do the yeah, nutrients go ahead okay go ahead oh no i was just gonna say we used to give him wet food when he was younger um but then one time i bought dry food and he completely stopped wanting to eat the wet food like yeah he only- became he became carb addicted okay and that's why i'm thinking wow. that some of his uh temper might be yeah. due to the sugar <laughs> yeah, Okay, and so that's why I would do that, and then stay away from the uh, the dry. But they, like I said, uh-huh. the canned food will also, you know, less shedding, not throwing up, less stuff in the litter box. And especially since he's a boy cat, boy yeah. cats have a higher chances of being when they're fed a dry diet to get crystals uh-huh. in the urine like when they're five or six seven years old and 11 12 yeah. years old and so if yeah. you just stay with the grain free or the raw or the freeze dried and no carbs whatsoever that I, uh-huh. you're going to have a healthier cat down the long run okay okay wow 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But he also, so he used to just kind of scratch up on the couches a little, but he's gotten really worse with it. And the other day he was scratching and I sprayed and he just didn't go anywhere. Okay, you got to give me a call up at Katie's Canine because you're down here. Give me a call, email me up and then we'll talk, okay? So, okay, thank you, so you much. bet. Take care and keep me posted on what happens. And folks, keep me posted on what happens with you guys. No, I'm just kidding. Ellie, thanks again for another great week. You guys take care. It's only two weeks to the fair. You get to see my new t shirts. See ya. <laughs>